Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we talk about any form of media that tells stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. This is Edward. What the fuck? Whoa, easy. Easy, easy. 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 It's a family show. It's a yeah. family show. This is Josephine. Spider-Man Homecoming is a PG-13 movie. Let's try it be PG-13 here. That was our that was our one fuck for the episode. So there we go. <laughs> Yeah. Anything more we get anything more we get R rating. R rating. But yeah, for this episode we are talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. In a way, it's kind of like the homecoming of Spider-Man to being really good again. Yeah. What there's been five Spider-Man movies. Only one of them had been I think it's great, but the yeah. other four have really sucked nuts. So Well, I, I wouldn't say they sucked. They sucked. I, it yeah. just they weren't great. I mean Spider-Man 2 was the last Spider-Man movie that everybody can agree on. Was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Everything and else, the rest sucks. Everything else was just, you know, whatever. The other ones, yeah, it sucks. And yeah. once again, to be fair, I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider Man and Peter Parker. So, so there. I think you're giving him too much credit. I think he's actually pretty terrible. Looking back, he's pretty terrible. I thought he looked fine to me. He's a good looking dude. I, I didn't. I did That's not. That wasn't my <laughs> argument. Anyway. Anyway, Spider Man Homecoming. All right. So, um, Edward Josephine, you haven't been on the show in a while. Well, a month actually, since one, since the other superhero movie that came out. So tell us what you thought. Um, in terms of the superhero movies out that have come out so far this year, I think. I'm trying to think. All right, so what, what do we have? We have this. We have Guardians of the Galaxy. Just talk about Spider Man. Logan, Guardian of the Galaxy, and right, Wonder Woman. Spider Man. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I there were some issues that I have that we'll get into, but. I definitely thought this was a well-made film. I mm-hmm. I still think Tom Holland is excellent as mm-hmm. Peter Parker and as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having Michael Keaton as the Vulture was a very inspired choice. Mm-hmm. My only complaint was that he's a little bit he was a little more muted than I would have liked. Um, muted in what sense? Like Michael Keaton is known to really go out there, like to have big theatrical moments in yeah. everything he has ever done. Let's get oh, nuts, sure, so sure. Yeah. Let's get nuts, guys. This this movie because he and he kind of like plays it safe to the chest. So it was kind of it was it was it wasn't bad. It was just different. Maybe they didn't want him to ham it up because. You know, you want a relatable. Yeah, villain. relatable villain. He can't so, be weird and out of this world. Exactly, um, but overall, I really enjoy. I really enjoyed Spider Man. I mean, we'll get into the complaints later, but I enjoyed it. Josephine, I did not love it. Um, I was actually kind of disappointed with it. Oh, okay. I really like Spider Man as a character, as you guys know, and. I was looking forward to this movie, but based on what I'd seen the trailers, you know, I'm like, no, it looks. We'll see how it goes. And then when I watched it, I didn't feel any, like, particular happiness while watching it. It was just kind of like, oh, it's another Spider-Man film uh, that's basically more of a, like, Tony Stark film featuring Spider-Man. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just something about it didn't really vibe with me. And I I heard a lot of good reviews, which probably did not help either because it made me think that it was going to be a lot better than it actually was. And I was, yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, still thinking about it to see, like, what is it I liked or didn't like. And But I had more negatives than I do positives. I do think, uh, think Tom Holland did a good job as Spider-Man. And obviously with the whole age thing, like, yeah, he actually looks like he's in high school as opposed to Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. But everything else, I was like, it was too, uh, what was it? Oh my god, what's the word? It was, there's too many characters in there. And then they were, like, spreading themselves thin. I think. 
But yay for diversity. They really tried there. For once, it actually looked like they were in New York. So Okay, let's, let's, have- let's, let's tackle that subject a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go back to the part where you said that it was an Iron Man movie with Spider-Man. Because honestly, I didn't think Iron Man was in the movie a lot. I thought I thought he was actually in it less than I expected him to be. Uh, I wish he wasn't in there at all. Uh, he was in there too much for me. And it kind of took away from it being a Spider-Man film. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, you know, Tony Stark's in it 24 hours. But it was... It was he was his essence was there because of the suit because it's like okay you know you made this for Spider-Man and Spider-Man is constantly trying to reach him and trying to join the Avengers and so because of that that kind of became the core of the film everything he did was to try to please Tony Stark and I, so it's like meh. I would chalk that up to world building because the one thing about Spider-Man especially in the comic books and in the uh, I'm assuming the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon is that. It's not just about Spider-Man. It's about Spider-Man and this crazy world that he lives in. And I think having Iron Man there kind of adds to that. Anyways, Jamming, you were saying. I really like this movie a lot. I think it's a big thumbs up. I think it's well cast. It's well written. I think it's everybody has a kind of a moment. It's kind of ensemble and stuff like that. I think it's terrific. I think it's a, it's a terrific movie. Would you say it was amazing? I would say it's ultimately very ama- amazing movie and stuff like that. And then before it was I, spectacular. Uh, it was spectacular. It was very friendly too, and stuff like that. And also, you know, would you say, would you say it was a oh, web right. of joyness and happiness? How, how many more Spider-Man <laughs> times are we gonna go through before you stop with these puns? I really, really, really like this movie a lot. I really, it's a one. It's top tier Marvel. It's it's oh, it it might be tied with Spider-Man Two as as one of the better uh, comic book movies in general. And stuff. It's a really good. It's a really really fine movie. It's great. That's my overall impression. I'll get to, into some of the. Uh, stuff uh, later on, but yeah, I, I like I liked it a lot. I'll repeat what I said on my I said a movie review. Um, it doesn't have the gravitas as Logan does. It doesn't have the dramatic ambition of Spider-Man Two. It does not have like the crazy fantastical creativity that Guardians of the Galaxy had, um, and it doesn't have the, the the social cultural relevance that Wonder Woman had. However, as a Spider-Man movie, I thought this was on point. Like I said. I like the world building. New York felt alive. Like you mm-hmm. actually believed this is Spider-Man in New York. You had the, all the 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 sub the subculture, all the um, supporting cast worked really well with Spider-Man, and there was no fallback into to Mary Jane. We get to that, uh, or, or Gwen Stacy. They weren't needed. You know, Aunt May wasn't in it a lot, but but when she was in it, it kind of stood out. Everything about Spider-Man I really liked in this one, and the fact that he's uh, is a teenager. And he still stayed a teenager till, throughout the whole movie. I think was the key to it because I think we're that's that's what all the other Spider-Man movies have been missing—an actual teenager Spider-Man. I'm gonna agree with that. I mean, like the one major complaint I have is that uh, even so, this is like te- uh, Peter Parker truly in his teenage years, uh, and we will get into this part later. I felt like Uncle Ben's significance has been completely erased by Tony Stark. Um, and it makes it as a Spider-Man fan, it kind of like, it makes me wonder like, what was the, what was, you know, what was the intention behind that? Because now it's kind of like Tony Stark becomes almost like the father figure for, for Peter Parker, which is terrible because he's like the, one of the worst role models there could ever be in existence. Yeah, but I, I kind of disagree. I actually don't think he's a substitute for, uh, for, uh, Ben Parker. They don't mention him outright. 
uh, Uncle Ben. They don't even say Uncle Ben's name. But I think there's three or four distinct moments in the movie where you felt his presence and stuff like that. I didn't have to... I mean, the thing is, Spider-Man's around for 60 years. I think most people get the idea what what Uncle Ben did for him and, you know, you know what I mean, in terms of Spider-Man world. It's like, but there's three Mm -hmm. distinct scenes where I felt his presence. Like, the scene where he, he's at the party and he's going to, he was going to, show up as Spider-Man as, as a party trick and he even says it you know what Spider-Man is not really a, a par- uh, like a you know like a, a party a tr- trick a party yeah. trick and stuff and the scene at the end where uh, he, has, he f- realizes you know the vulture is Liz Allen's dad and stuff like that he could stay at that 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 prom he could have a good time he could just forget the whole thing but you know great power comes great responsibility and stuff like that so i and also oh, there's another thing too where he's at the decathlon the the thing where he has to decide whether he's going to go join his friends at the pool party or he's going to track down these guys who are selling arms and stuff again those things are not dominated by sort of tony stark you know what i mean and his influence it's dominated by uh, uncle ben and his legacy and stuff like that actually okay from a comic book perspective Yes, I can agree to that. From a movie perspective, I don't agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. In, in all the things you mentioned, it just sounded to me like Spider-Man wanted to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, there was not the way he acted though. If you if you look at the way Tom Holland acts those scenes, it, it, there's like there's a serious there's a somberness to those scenes. No, I get that. But but you're you're applying your knowledge of of Ben Parker into into that though. Mm-hmm. The movie itself doesn't really do that though. Yeah, but the thing is, I for me in this case, I can't separate the movie fan. From the Spider-Man fan, because you know, fair enough. Yeah. But in terms of character development, in terms of the movie universe, it doesn't really establish that he learned all that from Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So I, I get the whole idea that that Tony Stark is kind of replacement. I don't agree he is a replacement because it's a completely different type of father figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the father figure that he's been trying to impress, yeah. as opposed to Ben Parker, which is the father figure who taught him stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. But the point is that if they ever, if they ever have to have a payoff about Uncle Ben in the later uh, Spider-Man movie. I don't know how I don't, I don't know how they're gonna pull it off because there was no real establishment of Uncle Ben in this movie. But the thing is, it's it's not like it's none of these, especially Spider Man. They don't exist in a vacuum. Even if you don't know anything about the comic book uh, lore and stuff like that, there are TV shows. There's five previous movies where we see Uncle Ben shot twice. It's like, come on, you, you guys know what's uh, what's going on. No, no, and there's another scene too when he talks to uh, Ned saying, "Hey, don't let May know that I'm um, Spider Man because she's been so hold on, through, hold on, she's been through so much. Hold so on. that's also uh, Uncle Ben. Hold on, you mentioned Ned mm-hmm. as the Philippine in the group. I've got to say. Heck yeah, Filipino right. best friend, Filipino best friend. Yes, exactly. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I I thought not mentioning or mentioning Ben. It's just to me his whole influence is throughout the movie. I dig it. I feel like if they wanted to, they okay. Edward had mentioned this before to me um, that Uncle Ben could have been put in the film without the whole explicit Uncle Ben getting shot scene, like the part where. Uh, Spider-Man is being crushed by all the rubble. I actually really like that moment because you actually see another side of him and he's just like, oh my God, I'm going to die. This is the end of the line. And I thought the acting there was really good and it was, yeah, I don't know. It was a very intense moment that I was like, no, this is great. And then I felt like they ruined it by having Tony Stark's voice talk to Spider-Man and going like, oh, you know, whatever bullshit crap I told you earlier, you must utilize that to become the man you are. Oh yeah, what was it? No, if without your suit, you're not Spider-Man, then you're like nothing or whatever. And I'm just like, ugh, like, it could have been an Uncle Ben moment, like a random voice. Right. But, you know, obviously people would be like, wait, who's that? But it's like, like you said, we've seen Uncle Ben in all the other media. We've seen him get killed twice. We already know who Uncle Ben is. They could have done that. And they could have, if you really want to 
further establish it, like when he's walking around his apartment, you see pictures of Uncle Ben with Aunt May. Then you will know, like, oh yeah, that's Uncle Ben. We see his face. You that's, know, and that's then, a good point. There was was there no picture of Uncle Ben? No. Yeah, he doesn't exist. Like oh, we only exist. know of okay. him because of the lore. But when you watch the movie, they're like, we're gonna completely erase him and replace him with a pervy father figure instead. Ah uh, ha ha! Here's Tony Stark, and he's gonna hit on my aunt every chance he gets. That scene you mentioned, where he's trapped in the rubble, yeah, that is a great scene. It really did see. It really looked like he was panicking, which is exactly what he's supposed to feel like. That was actually also from the comic book. Um, the comic books also had that kind of scene, and I believe it was Ben Parker yeah. who mm-hmm. who was the voiceover for that scene. And like, this movie, oh, that, that makes it even worse than when yeah. you say that because Tony Stark steps in, and you're right. like, what the fuck? But in the context of the movie, yeah. that made sense. In the context of the movie, I, in a vacuum, okay, yeah. in a vacuum, that makes sense. Yeah, I really don't mind the whole Tony Stark of it all. I mean, it, it takes place in this universe. He is the one that brought him into this universe in Civil War. He's like the big uh, absentee father and stuff like that. He wants to kind of impress and stuff like that. I think he comes in and out of this movie uh, just right amount of times. It's fine. It's perfect. Actually, I, I find it fine. And if you want to extend that metaphor of this being like a high school movie, you can look at uh, Peter Parker as sort of like a f- uh, basketball recruit and stuff like that, and the Avengers being like a top-tier basketball school that he's trying to get into, but his, uh, his ego kind of gets in the way. He oversteps his, his, uh, his uh, he, you know, he thinks too much of himself and stuff like that. So it's, a, it's still that metaphor, that extension of a, being a high school movie still works, even with the Avengers of it all and the Tony Stark of it all. I, 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 I like it. I dig it. Um, other problems? No, okay. Good things about this movie. I really like all the moments that Spider-Man was by himself, like yes. him trying to figure out how to be Spider-Man again, like that part mm-hmm. where he's swinging over the building and he smashes into the rooftop because he misjudged yes. the length of his webbing, mm-hmm. and then the other parts where he's just like putting on his clothes in the dark, smelly, stinky alleyway, or him like when he was trapped in that um, that bunker kind of thing and. He's like learning his suit has so many more functions. Like I like seeing him figure shit out on his own sort of, you yes. know, and that were those were the highlights of the film for me. But then everything else kind of I was like, eh, man. Oh, okay. Of, Another good moment. Wait, hold on. Uh, Spe- when, speaking of that real quick, uh, you guys know Jennifer Connelly was the voice for the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. which is Yay. fantastic. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. go on, go on. Go she's on. like the real life husband of Paul Bettany. She's I, not a husband, right. she's a wife. Real life wife of Paul Bettany. Of Jarvis, Bettany. yes. Of Jarvis, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when Vulture was revealed to be Liz's father, I thought that was a nice reveal. Yeah, I had, yes. no, I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I had no the fact, idea. you know, white and black and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're mm-hmm. like, wait, that explains why she's so light skinned. Yeah. But it was a good reveal, and everyone in the audience, even though like, we didn't have a full theater, they're actually like, oh my god, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, people then, gasped in my in my theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of creepy too because mm-hmm. it's like you know, Liz didn't appear right away, the wife didn't appear right mm-hmm. away, so we were sitting there like, oh my god. He murdered everybody. <laughs> yeah. And the but, thing is, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they, 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 it's not like one of those things where it can just randomly just happen. There's our little, there are little setups for it previous. If you look back on the movie, the movie starts with uh, the vulture looking at the little picture of the Avengers that, the, that his daughter drew. And then, yeah. the, then there's a scene where Liz is doing like an F Mary kill. So, you, and then she's fa- infatuated with Spider Man. So they kind of set up the idea that he, number one, he has a daughter. Then number two, the daughter's kind of infatuated with Avengers and superheroes and stuff like that. So it yeah. all kind of fits. And the mother, the uh, the uh, the mother shows up at the Washington Monument, and then you kind of see her. You know what I mean? But you don't see the dad. But anyway, it's it's not again. It's not one of those things where they kind of cheat. It's like a like they just he just becomes the the father for no reason. But it's a legitimate thing where they kind of set up. 
Mm-hmm. I'd also like to point yeah. out that the uh, the promotional team or the marketing team for this movie tried to imply that Zendaya was uh, the Vulture's daughter. Did they really? They did. They did. I really? did not really? see any of that. I, I did. I did. Well, this is good that you know you avoid as much advertisement yeah. as possible, so mm-hmm. you can be pleasant, like really surprised, mm-hmm. because otherwise, there's nothing will surprise you. Yeah. They, they, they I have only watched. Oh, sorry. What? Yeah, the other the other thing they also tried to mislead the public is Donald Glover. They were implying that oh, he's going to be Electro. That's another one I heard about too. Really? Uh, yeah, I, oh I, I, no! I, see, I guess I completely avoided all of those things. Uh, yeah. I only watched the very first trailer, and then after that, I was like, I'm good. Like when I heard the second trailer drop, and people were like, Oh my god, reveal like Donald Glover! I was like, You know, I forgot that he was in this film. I don't know who he plays or what he does. I have not seen anything, so I was like, Oh boy, this is gonna no, be exciting. I, I, I'm not talking about the trailers. I'm talking about like the people who leak information to the to the media. These are the stuff that they were trying to leak out there. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I know. Here. I'm saying I didn't right. pay attention to any of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. so other things I liked about I like the fact that everybody, every kid at this at the school is like super, super smart and is super in the moment, and they're all kind of driven and stuff like that. You don't have this kid where like it's like he's an like emo kid. You don't have the kid that does selfies. You know what I mean? Every kid in that uh, in that in that school are fully formed. They're kind of wisecracking. I think that owes a lot to the ultimate Spider-Man. The, the, right. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has a sense of wit and, and, and you know, about well, them. I like they're, that a they're lot. They're teenagers. Mm-hmm. They're teenagers. But they're I, not teenagers. I, I, like, I like the fact that Flash is not your stereotypical exactly. bully. Yeah. I like that too. You know, but uh, he is a bully in into our life. He's not a bully in movie reality and stuff like that. He's a bully in real life. He's a dick, which is the kind of bullies that we had in high school. He's just not, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't get picked on by the like Flash Thompson, the 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 the, the, the what do you call it, the football player and stuff like that. I got picked on by the like scrawny little kids who were just like being mean to you and just being dicks and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what he plays and stuff too. You know what I mean? Why were you getting picked on, Johnny? Well, look at his face. <laughs> look at it. It's too it's too pretty. <laughs> oh, it's too it, pretty. It, it, before before I forget, when this show when they revealed that Donald Glover was Aaron Davis, mm-hmm. you guys got the reference, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm yeah. a comic book fan. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think in my audience, there was one guy, they were like, oh my God. Like he actually it's, said that in yeah. the theater. Like I nobody think, else did, but he did. I think it goes really deep because it, it, it's deep cuts. What do you call it? In that computer screen, he also says, I think it says the Prowler. It also says his alias is also Brian Puccelli, which is a combination of Bendez and the artist Sarah Puccelli, who actually drew and invented, uh, who Miles created Morales, yeah. Miles Morales. Also, in that scene where he's kind of get the right equipment, he 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 actually perked up. He actually paid attention when he said, "Oh, we have climbing equipment." He said, "Oh, we have climbing equipment." Of course, he's the he's the Prowler. He needs uh, cat burglar equipment. You know what I mean? Right. right. So yeah, just deep cuts with that uh, character. I get it. I get, I get you. Yeah, I, I, I like. I generally like all the little tidbits they had that that that, that you know world building of the MCU mm-hmm. in Spider Man itself. And I like the fact that apparently, um, the director wasn't in the director. John, John Watts. Watts. Mm-hmm. John Watts. John Watts. John Watts. He said that that Marvel never told him, "Oh, put this all in." Mm-hmm. He actually did it himself. Yeah. He wanted to to refer to the MCU. I think they did a really good job of seeing the previous sixteen movies and sort of incorporate it. You know, the the uh, the Battle for New York, the Triskelion. They kind of repurposed all those fight scenes into us into their story, and I think they did a really right. good job of that. Because really a lot smart. of pe- a lot of people have said that this movie, they're surprised that it doesn't have as much of uh, franchise establishing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's no real like character that they show mm-hmm. that oh he's going to be so and so in the next movie. Mm-hmm. And I was th- I was reading this and going, like, I disagree. That's that's not true yeah. at all. They introduce so many characters that you know are going to be important in Peter Parker's and Spider-Man's mm-hmm. future that they have established but it was so I want to say it it didn't like put attention on itself mm-hmm. it just naturally showed up in the movie unlike the amazing Spider-Man they don't really kind of 
throw it in your face. You know what I mean? It's not heavy right. handed and stuff like that. They introduce. Here's, here's all the people they introduce: Vulture, obviously, Shock, two Shockers for the price of one. You get the Tinkerer. The Tinkerer guy played really well. And then we also get the, the Prowler. We also get Scorpion, stuff like that. They, but they kind of come in naturally and part right. of the story. And, stuff. It, and then even mm-hmm. in, the, in the small cast, you know, Ned in the in the comic books he marries Liz. Mm-hmm. You know, so but he's that. he's playing. Surprise! He's playing. He's playing Granky though. Wait, was it Liz or Betty Brant? I think it's Betty. No, no, it's Betty no, Brant. Uh, Betty Brant, yeah. Betty, Betty Brant yeah. is uh, Angori Rice. She's the 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 newscaster girl in the right. the thing. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that that one scene where where the guy asks her like, "Do you have a date for for homecoming yet?" And she's like, uh, what, "What did you say?" He was like, like something. Uh, I forgot what it was. But, 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 yeah, but the, 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 the camera sh- sh- shown on his face. I was. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. It's the movie a, was just funny. I thought the movie was really funny. It's funnier than most of the comedies I've seen. I mean, it's definitely funnier than the, like Rough Night, yes. which is supposed to be like a flat out <laughs> comedy. But this this Spider Man, it's just flat out funny. It's hysterical. Hambo Bearers, where he's like, he's uh, you know, Captain's like a war criminal. He's also standing <laughs> on the wrong side of the TV screen and stuff like that. And then when Spider Man leaves detention, he yells at him like thirty seconds after he leaves the room. Hey, here we go. Ah, forget it. Who cares? He's so good. Sorry. <laughs> It's re- it's a really really good movie. You know, since you mentioned the Captain America thing, mm-hmm. okay, so the after credits, mm-hmm. one of the most genius after credits that M- the sure. Marvel would do. There's no importance at all to MCU to Thanos or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just simple fact like they finally addressing the fact that people uh, have they have patience mm-hmm. to wait after credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such a good good movie. Especially, it's just such a well written, well thought out, well sort of executed movie. I, I really love this movie a lot. Like I said, also the, all the diverse kids. You see a bunch of black kids, a bunch of Asian kids, all kinds of all kinds of uh, kids and stuff like that. It's fantastic. I I'm, it. I'm not sure if you guys got the same impression I had, but watching this movie, it didn't feel like I was watching a movie. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was watching four different TV episodes put into one. Because mm-hmm. there was no real, like, the, 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 there's no three-act structure in this mm-hmm. movie. There's no four-act structure in the movie. Just things just kind of happen as they go along. There is kind of a hangout kind of a vibe. The hangout movie, you know what I mean? Like uh, Days and Confused, that sort of thing. It, it right. has a little bit, well, a little bit, a little bit. Well, they, they said they, wa- they wanted to try and bring that that uh, that high school nest to the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think they succeeded. Yeah. Especially like the first like 10 minutes after they introduced the Vulture. They have a nice 10 minutes uh, segment where you just spend a day with Peter Parker as he's counting down the time to, to for him to become Spider-Man afterwards. It's terrific. Oh, sorry. What's going on? No, I'm just saying, like, you guys are awfully quiet on the side. Yeah, well, you guys have so much to say. I'm so happy for you. Sorry, we're jerking, um, we're jerking each other off. I with most of what you're saying, Jamming, because I didn't find it to be the best film ever, and I didn't what? think it was so you wonderfully written. You didn't find it charming and just delightful and stuff like that? There's a scene where Spider-Man go chase, chases down the Prowler, and Ned's sort of stuck by him in the hallway, and the other the kid behind the glass says, Hey, hey man, what are you doing? He says, hey, nothing, I'm not doing anything. And the other kid's like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, I'm I'm playing chess. Just kind of like that. Just that joke has nothing to do with anything, but it just it gives you a sense of the the high school and the kids and stuff like that. It's a great scene. It's a very aloof movie. Yeah, it's like you know, like I said, the, 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 during the, the 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 quiz thing, the little black kid rings the bell when he answers the thing, and it's like it's just all funny. It's all good. Speaking of black go, kid, go ahead, go ahead Josephine. Go, sorry. <laughs> I really did. Uh, so you keep talking about okay. Yes, I agree with the diversity, right? Uh, <laughs> great diversity in terms of filling out the background and the supporting, but all the leads, like hardcore leads, in terms of like who's leading whatever group of people, still all white people. But 
Mm-hmm. And okay, you can be like, oh my god, but they have a Filipino kid as the you know sidekick best know, friend. And I'm like, right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Albert knows that a lot. Holy cow! <laughs> yes, Albert, you also look like the older version of him. Yeah. Hey. hey, hey now. With some hair. I mean, I'm okay, sure you know, like the guy I'm like, hey. as big as him, but well, okay. let's, let's let's give it a few years. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So. Yes, but it's kind of like, okay, Captain America had his kind of sidekick, right? He has Falcon and Tony Stark. He has Warhammer. So, like, the person of color War sidekick, machine. they've already filled that quota with mm-hmm. the other stuff. So, it's it's one of those, like, okay, and then when you're going to get Black Panther, you'll be like, yay, Black Panther, he's black, and his, the entire fucking cast is black. That's great. But it's like, otherwise, like, the only way you can get all those black people in is if it's a freaking black superhero, but then the other stuff is still, like, oh, it's a white superhero, so everyone's gonna be, the the main head of the, the leads are all gonna be white still, mm-hmm. and then all the supporting people will be color. Yeah. And so I'm still, as great as it was, mm-hmm. seeing the diversity in the background, I'm still like, oh, one I mean, day. Can, I mean, the thing is, you can always do more, of course. That's right. that's that's not, and, and, they're, and, okay. they're, and they're coming it's from like, a position of behind you. I, I agree with that. They're, like, okay. they're way behind as far as like what, what how diverse their films should be yeah yep mm-hmm. yes okay we can't blame for saying, trying it's like you can't, oh my god yeah this is why we're not talking because Jamie keeps Sorry. saying things go ahead so it was like you're gonna fucking reboot spider-man again this is your opportunity to put miles morales in the lead right mm-hmm. when donald glover was slightly younger it was like you could have just cast him instead of having him be like a setup to another fucking marvel film like, i disagree that i disagree mm-hmm. i'm sorry but I like the build-up they did in Ultimate Spider-Man where it was Peter Parker and then, spoilers, he dies and then Miles Morales yeah. takes over. I want yeah, to see probably that. probably never going to kill Tom Holland off. He's no. like got a six-picture contract. That's what I mean. Six, six pictures, I expect him to die at the sixth movie yes. so that Miles Morales takes I over. Agree. I They better do that. If they don't do that, that's going to be a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, they can't have two okay. spiders. Yeah, you want to talk about missed opportunities? They cast Cindy Moon as part of his little debate team or whatever. Is that uh, supposed to be her? She's supposed to be in a bunker. No, is that supposed to be her? Yeah, her name's Cindy. How many fucking Asian Cindys do you have in the Spider-Man universe? Was she really named Cindy? I don't remember hearing her name at all. Yeah, I don't, she, I don't think she was named, but it's probably on INDB, but yeah. Yeah, like she, she has lines, okay? She's not just like random yeah. debate girl, whatever. So it's like they're already fucking with the timeline, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like well, okay, we all on. know that. Hold on. If you're going to talk about like comic book adaptation stuff, this movie took a lot of liberties. So I'm not going to fault them for that. Because this movie took a lot of liberties. Yeah. And also, and also, going back to the Miles Morales thing, I think his origin is so intrinsic with, uh, with Spider-Man's death. You can't really do Miles Morales until Spider-Man dies and stuff like that. And also, to be f- also what do you call it? they are doing a Miles Morales movie next year that's animated and stuff like that. But I think they'll, they'll, they'll get to it in the MCU. Go on, Josephine. Oh, yes, to confirm. Yeah, Cindy. Cindy is her name in, mm-hmm. uh, played by Tiffany Espenson. Yeah. Yes, I realize, which is why I'm like, they're, okay, you want to be like, oh my God, they cast the Asian guy as the, the supporting. It's like, you, oh my God, the napkin was clean. Uh, what? Um, He's technically Miles Morales' sidekick best friend, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that, that is my so problem. It's like, yeah. They're mm-hmm. taking liberties by like fucking over the other colored characters. Uh, yes, Wait. I agree that, that they should have kept Ganke. I, I mean, they could still have a Ganke with... with uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Ganke was not Filipino. He was uh, Chinese. They all look alike. They all look alike. <laughs> yeah, but, but the point is, is that... Uh, the point is, is that... 
I think yes. Okay. If they're going to have Miles Morales, they better have his Asian friend. They, mm-hmm. that, he, that has to happen. I think what that is, I think they didn't want to pay Bendis the royalties for Genki and stuff like that. Well, maybe I don't, that too. Or I just, don't think they're paying the guy who invented Ned from back in the 60s. Well, stuff. In, in the Peter Parker Lumis Spider-Man, his best friend was Mary Jane, which mm-hmm. is not in this movie. Right. Okay. He and, needed a best friend, but he, they could just name him Genki. But like I said, I think, they had, I think it's a money thing. I think they didn't want to pay Bendis the royalties for Genki. And stuff, I, stuff like that. I think that's more the case than anything else. Uh, Edward, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge uh, buff when it comes to the comics for Spider-Man, so it's like I understand that like when they do film adaptations, they have to take liberties of certain characters and whatnot. Yes. Um, so I think my overall consensus is that, like as much as I thought this was a very well-made Spider-Man, so if I had to rank it, I still think Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man film, and then I feel like this film comes after that, then the first Spider-Man, then... Then the rest is just pile of garbage. Um, that being said, because now this is going, this has gone through the Marvel machine through Kevin, through Kevin Feige, um, it feels like that. It's like I've noticed that with a lot of these Marvel films, like actually, like pretty much almost all of them, that a lot of them are just they're good, they're entertaining, they're good, they're like a good fun time. They're not great. I had the same feeling for this one. I enjoyed. I think it was like it was very good. But it just felt like th- it, it was just mindless entertainment. Not mindless. It was just entertainment that was light fluff that I felt with a lot of these Marvel films. I had a very different reaction to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yes, there were a lot of flaws, but it felt like it was great. It had a lot of great moments. And with Spider-Man, they had a lot of cute moments, a lot of clever moments, a lot of witty moments. But nothing that made it go, yeah, that, that was that was something all right. Um can I hate on um the whole MJ reveal at the end? Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of like Dark Knight Returns where they're like, who's in your name? Robin. Not Dick Tracy. Robin. Oh, yeah, whatever. It was like, you fucking go through this entire movie talking about how you have no friends. Everyone's referring to you as Michelle. Oh my God, surprise. It's MJ. And she goes, my friends call me MJ. I was like, what the fuck? No. Like you just said yourself, you have no friends. You're not friendly with anybody. And all of a sudden it's like MJ. If it was a whole, okay, if they actually used what Dark Knight Returns does, which is like, oh, uh, MJ or whatever. She'd be like, no, 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 my name is Michelle. Whatever. Then you'd be like, oh, someone else used it. But then I felt like they really were forcing Zendaya into every scene to make her like, oh, look, she's a comic relief. Ha ha. Like, She's not really MJ because she's not sexy and she's not going to be like whatever original, you know, obviously adaptation that they had in the comic books. But oh, she's not yeah. really MJ. Yeah. She's not but Mary then she Jane. Goes, My friends she's, call not me Ma- MJ. she's not Mary Jane. She's not gonna, I don't think she's going to play she's, Her name is, I believe, it's Michelle Jones. It's kind of like a play on the fact that everybody's looking for an MJ or Mary Jane in the, in the universe. Mm-hmm. She's not Mary Jane. Yeah. They, they kind of really implied that she's not Mary Jane. Uh, however, I think, she is, tr- I think they're trolling people. Well, comment? yeah, I think they're trolling people because yeah. Gwen Stacy isn't in the in the in the movies either, yeah. right? So, um, from what I understand, they're go- they're moving away from the whole Mary Jane thing because even the comic books moved away from the Mary Jane thing. So they're not, not they're not pursuing that. However, I think the reason why uh, Michelle is in the movie a lot and always seems to be stalking Peter Parker because she is playing the role of Mary Jane in in uh, in the comic books because in the comic books. Mary Jane knew who uh, that Peter Parker Spider Man from the very beginning, and and she was kind of stalking him because of that. And in this movie, it seemed like she was stalking him mm-hmm. because of that. If you know that as in the background as a comic book reader, so I think they're trying to set that up as well. Because the one part where she was all like, like, oh, where are you off to? What are you doing? Like, and then he was like, oh, I don't care. And then he walks off. The camera lingers on her reaction. 
Mm-hmm. Like she knows something. And I think that's what they're building it up mm-hmm. to. And also I like the fact that she's just sarcastic. She's just kind of she's just kind of uh indifferent. Kind of, well, she seems like she's indifferent, but she's actually paying attention. So I like the I like, I, like, I don't think uh, there's a lot of opportunities for like uh characters like that for females. Well, I mean just, be, just being she's like kind of a, not a dick, but she's kind of trolling her friends they're, and stuff like that. They're feeling it's good. They're filling in the bre- they're filling in the breakfast club here. Mm-hmm. It is a high school movie. Every every character is their own tropes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is. And speaking of which, um, kind of didn't really believe that Liz likes Peter Parker. Did not believe that at all. I I don't know. I thought that was that was kind of silly. Like uh, I had a hard time believing that if she's one of the popular girls that no one asked her to homecoming. Like yeah, exactly. no one asked her. Like really, nobody asked her to homecoming. Exactly. Said, oh, I was too busy. I'm like, really? Yeah. No. Um, I do think they completely wasted Liz Allen. Yes. Um, because it was it was basically like just it, if there's one thing I, I kind of think about the Amazing Spider-Man. If there's one thing that I really like about that one was the chemistry between Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. I thought Agreed. that was great. Yeah, that was wonderful. This did not hold a candle to that. Not this was all. okay. It was like good no, acting. It wasn't. It wasn't even okay. It was just bad. I just no, could not believe it at all. I wasn't, not at all. I mean, yes. I I don't think it was. Great, but I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was just fine. I could believe as far Pe- as, as no, hold on. I could believe Peter Parker having a crush on her, mm-hmm. her liking him. I thought I don't believe. Yeah, but my whole thing, my counter to that would be like I thought about that too. I thought, hey, why would? Because you, uh, yeah, you do understand why Peter crushed on her, but why the other way around? But then you realize, hey, these are high school kids and stuff like. That. Can you explain all your crushes? Yeah, the, the, the popular the popular kids is has a crush on the nerd. No, but I, I don't it, believe that. At all. But did all crushes and all things make sense when you were back in high school? I don't think not they the did. way not the way this movie portrayed it. Not for not for Liz. And also, is it like is it her really really overly crushing on him and stuff like that? when they were in the car? She was kind of she was giving him way. She was giving him way too many chances. A regular person would have dumped him by now. Yeah, but I don't like I said. I think you it's you bring a little too much logic into it. I think high school it's a little bit messier than than you give it credit for and something. I think it's a little bit weird. And like I said, I, I it didn't bother me that much. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that love story was shitty and stupid, and it was simply it was almost like a Thor level romance where you're like, yeah, exactly. That, that too. That too. Like this person, but why would the other person like you back? You are some weirdo person that they didn't pay attention to this entire time until you asked them out, and then they're like, okay, and you're like, what? This is stupid. Yeah, I, I just thought that that they kind of dropped the ball on that. I, I could have liked to have seen more character development on Liz to make me believe that she likes Peter Parker, but that didn't happen. Go ahead, Edward. That being said, I would say. Uh, because of all that, even though I didn't really like it too much, the fact that you know the connection now is that Liz Allen's dad is my, is is Adrian Toomes, and I think for me the best scene in the entire film that was like riveting and nothing to do with special effects or action or anything was the car ride mm-hmm. with Peter with Adrian Toomes yes. and yes. Liz, and then when Liz left and it was just the two of them, I was like, oh my god, I am on the edge of my seat. The actors are excellent. Like Michael Keaton just playing it. This is where I'm like, okay, maybe I can see the muted side coming to effect because it's like, or like you, you kind of see creep up the creepiness, the evil, I don't know. I want to say evil, just like mm-hmm. the menace. It really does come into play. And then the fact that, you know, a lot is at stake here. And so I thought like, to me, the film was at its best moment in those moments, not so much the Tony Stark elements, not so much the action, which as good as it was, it was in those moments of character that that's where the movie for me truly shined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just to break it down a little bit. Yeah. It starts with three people at different points. Spider-Man, 
Uh, Peter Parker knows who Vulture is. Liz Allen doesn't know what anything's going on. But what's funny is Liz Allen keeps feeding information to the Vulture. Yep. And the Vulture goes, wait a minute. And it has one of those classic comic book th- movie things where you like, hey, how come nobody ever recognizes the superhero's voice and stuff, even though they have a mask on and stuff? And this guy, the Vulture finally recognizes it. He puts two yep. and two together. Hey, listen, I, heard, I know that voice. So that is great. It's very simple. Like what you said, there's no special effects. It's just three people in a car. It's just brilliant. And then... It's just, it's just genius. And then the, I'll just defend Tony Stark a little bit more. Tony Stark needs to be in this movie also because the vulture, his motivation kind of plays off of Iron Man. The, everything he says about the rich people getting rich, we're just, you know, you know, we're just picking up their mess and stuff. You kind of agree with. You don't disagree with anything the vulture says. And that has to be played off of uh, Iron Man and his whatever he has going on. He's, again, just like his Iron Man movie, this is a reverse. He's another – he's actually – He's another one of the things where Iron Man creates this villain. You know what I mean? This villain wouldn't exist without Iron Man. You know what I mean? So I think Iron Man in this movie makes sense. And, you know, the Vulture's motivation makes sense. So I dig it. And going back to what Edward was saying earlier, how this movie doesn't feel like, quote-unquote, a movie. Because it kind of doesn't. The Marvel movies aren't... They aren't movies. They're like... They're just like... Stuff happened. They're comic book films. They're yeah, they're they're, epi- they're a genre on their own. They're episodic. But, but the the scene in the car definitely was a very cinematic kind of kind of scenario, mm-hmm. you know. And there's there isn't a lot of cinematic scenes in the Marvel movies, and they're kind of earned. And so I, I get what Edward's saying that 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 yeah, they don't seem great as movies. But if you imagine them as TV shows, they're freaking phenomenal, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I- I think they're great. I think they. I think I think it's great. And there's there's a couple more things I want I want to mention. I mentioned to Albert. There's like two giant plot holes in this movie. I'll mention it here. Uh, number one, uh, Spider-Man puts a tracker on uh, the the shocker, right? And they, that gets them to the whole hideout in the no the whole uh, uh, robbing the truck thing. But then afterwards, they don't mention that again. It's like, hey, the tr- the tracker is still on shocker. You didn't need to go to Miles Morales's uncle and stuff to get to then get to the ferry. They forgot the tracker part. Yeah. Go ahead. See, if this was a TV series, that would be the payoff. Oh, they mentioned that four yeah. episodes ago, and now they're bringing it back to that. That's why the Marvel movies, that's what they feel like to me. They, like, they feel like big, giant, spectacle TV series. And it's a, it's, a, it's a giant plot hole. And another giant plot hole was like, hey, Granky has this little uh, bomb that goes off in a Washington mel- uh, monument. Does nobody, does a follow-up saying, hey, hey, little kid, what are you doing with the, little bo- with the bomb? What happened? You blew up the Washington mel- monument. I think it was a case where there was no, that nobody saw that it was from him. Really? Really? Is that what you're going to go I, with? That's what I'm explaining. Really? That's what I'm explaining. The laser beams came out of the back- backpack and nobody says, hey, you know what? You didn't, nobody did any kind of follow-up, any kind of investigation, no security cameras in the bunch. Watch the mil- that, that's bit. how I'm explaining it. It's a giant <laughs> plot hole. There's a two giant, giant okay, plot What was holes. the other plot hole? Though? It was the, the tracker. The tracker it, thing. Okay. Yeah, because the tracker, they didn't, they didn't have a line where it said, oh, the tracker's deactivated or it's like broken. That tracker still works. He could have kept tracking uh, the prowler. Go ahead. Sorry. Another plot hole is Mr. Vulture constantly saying how he wants to kill Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he has Spider-Man in his little claws and he stares at him, but instead sees the little Tony Stark, Iron Man, little light up things. And he goes, Whoa. bingo, and puts them down and then goes to pick those up. And to, I'm like, what? Well, to be fair, you want? he said he was Yes, a- he can argue that, mm-hmm. no, he's a kid. Oh, he's the no. one that my, my daughter likes, whatever. I don't want to kill a kid. And the, But it, it just didn't add up. After all that, like after he was... Literally crushing Spider-Man with his feet, like, all that time, trying to kill him. And then he's like, finally, I have a chance. Oh, I just want these little shiny things instead. And then he doesn't realize his wings are completely fucked up, and he's all trying to fly away. You're like, dude, bro, I thought you were smarter than this. Like, you've been 
keeping under oh yeah that was another thing too keeping on the radar all those years from the avengers and yet you go and attack their fucking plane that has a hulk buster in it what makes you think that's not going to get the avengers on your tail you know yeah. a, a couple points though he said he was going to kill spider-man before he found out uh spider uh what about peter parker was spider-man and saved Liz allen so that's why he didn't kill uh, Peter Parker and stuff like that. And his thing really was damaged and was about to explode. But what was going to trigger it is is the arc reactor. The arc reactor that uh, Tony had. Remember, his thing's powered by the same thing that, that Ned had. It needs a touch of radiation for it to go off. So that's why the thing exploded. He didn't know what was going on. And then he robbed the plane because it was just like other movies. It's the last job. It's the last job before he, before he, he, uh, he checks out and stuff like that. So, so there are... There are arguments. I mean, there are things against those. Yeah, points. there could be arguments for everything. The tracker didn't work because he only had one tracker or whatever. You know, you, there's all this crap. So you never know. Whatever. You can always explain it off if you like the movie enough. But oh, never mind. Go ahead. Well, either way, I, I just I had a lot of fun. I mean, it, it was a really I I'm, I myself had a lot of fun watching this movie. Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters in the comic books, mm-hmm. and for me, it really just captured that spirit. And once again, I just yeah. appreciate the fact that he was a teenager all the way through. Because I think even the first Spider-Man movie, he wasn't a teenager all the way through. And then, he was uh, a whole band to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I did like first movie. I did like the flip that that uh, that the Peter Parker this time around is a teenager as an actor, and then the love interest is actually the older person. She's like twenty-seven years old or something. Okay. So I, I did like that, I guess. But I, I really wish the next movie would move away from this, just introduce somebody else, or at least like bring in. Bring in make it to, make Zendaya be more prominent, I guess, because that's kind of uh, what. They- in case you guys don't remember, she was in all the fucking like trailer ad campaign stuff. They don't care about that Liz Allen girl. She was never even like on the tours that they were doing. Every time you saw like if you saw like what was it the lip sync thing? The lip sync battle. Tom Holland and, and Zendaya. Zendaya. It was never the Liz Allen girl. So you saying like she's not MJ? She's a, it's like oh my god, Albert. No no no. She isn't MJ. She's Michelle. She, but she but that that is the lead girl of the movie. That's what it is. She's the lead girl of the movie, but she's not Mary Jane. Mary Jane doesn't always have to be the main person in the fire movies huh? or Gwen Stacy for that matter. Actually, Liz okay, Allen Albert. was the first, actually. She, I think her first appearance like in, was earlier than uh, Gwen Stacy and MJ. Liz Allen in the, in the comic continuity and stuff. I mean, where does the Michelle name even come from if she really is Mary Jane? What, it's Mary Michelle Jane Jones? I mean, that's, what kind of a name is that? I think the Michelle in the comic books is like some sort of cop or something. There is cop. another character in the comic book named Michelle something something. Yeah. But apparently this one is supposed to be Michelle Jones, hence the MJ thing. I really think that they're moving away from the Mary Jane thing, and that's what I'm saying they're doing. They're making her the main girl. After this, if she's popular enough, they're going to bring Michelle into the comic books because that's how Marvel works. Mm-hmm. Go on. Yeah, what uh, was there anything else? Uh, I like the end. I like the fact that uh, May finds out that she he's Spider- oh yes she's Spider Man stuff. So I think it's a great ending. I think it it's great. You know, what I mean? it's terrific. So they don't have to do the whole thing where like um, Aunt May's like, oh, I'm constantly worried about Peter and what's he up yeah. to, and he doesn't have to constantly lie and stuff. It's it's, it's a good twist. I like as it. a as a reader of Ultimate Spider Man, a lot of potential from there because because mm-hmm. when Aunt May figured out that that he was Spider Man in the comic books in the Ultimate Spider Man comic books. There was a lot of good stuff that happened from that, so mm-hmm. I hope they capitalize on that. Yeah, I liked this a lot, and uh, uh, some other things. I like the special effects. I like the fact that he sucks at being Spider-Man. There's a lot of instances where he just like he can't figure out. He can't run down a car. He can't, you know, he can't do a lot of things. He doesn't do a lot of things well. I like the fact that he runs a lot in this in this comic. Well, speaking this of which, okay, mm-hmm. all the damages that Spider-Man causes in mm-hmm. this movie. I was hoping they would have some kind of scene where damage control acknowledges that. Right. So and that never happened. 
Yeah, um, but it's but it's kind of minor damages that he does. Still, yeah, still. And I also like the fact that the what do you call it? Uh, I like the fact the fact the just the fact that his whole thing was like, hey, I have to avenge this this sandwich shop that blew up. That was his whole thrust. You know, it yeah. all starts from that point. What? Uh, overall, I enjoyed it better than Amazing Spider-Man one and two, and mm-hmm. I am I am looking forward to where the where it goes from there. Uh, I still think Michelle is MJ, but we can see. We'll see by the next movie. No, no, we'll agree to disagree, Albert. Okay. So I overall did not love the movie as much as I would have liked to. Maybe I put on too much weight on it because it's Spider Man. But like Edwards pointed out, like earlier, the whole Wonder Woman thing. That movie made me. When I finished, I was like, Oh my god, that was a spectacle. There was a lot more weight to it. Yes, Spider Man was much more of a light film, but. Overall, I can't say that I loved it, and it sucks because I really wanted to like it. So, okay. I like I like. There's good moments in there, but then overall, as a film, I felt like it was very weak. Uh, uh Overall, I think it's one of the top tier Marvel movies. I think it probably ties with Amazing Spider-Man Two as the best Spider-Man movie, and I dig it a lot. I also dig it a lot. Um, right now, I'm actually literally debating if where is where in the top five this is going to because that's how much I like the movie. Had a lot of fun with it. And on that note, uh, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can also find me on my uh, I Saw That Movie blog, the non-spoiler movie review blog. Also on the uh, comic strip over at Coco Mix Mix. And on the other podcast, uh, The Stuff and Junk Show, where we, me and Jamming share our OCD stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Jamming, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U, on Twitter. This is Josephine. You can find me on Twitter at I am Josephine. I never use it. And Instagram and Facebook at Slow Joe Jojo. This is where you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Cinnabon Monster. You can send comments to whowhatwhereswhy.gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, the easiest thing to do is to share this show with others. You can also rate and review us on iTunes, which does actually help a lot. If you want to further show your support, visit our merchandise store on Zazzle. You may also want to consider making a pledge on our Patreon page, which will also get you our exclusive Patreon podcast called Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. Music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at theyaccess.com. All of the links and information can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. All right. So, um, Planet of the Apes. Where does the next one? Dunkirk and uh, Valerian and Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. Which one of those four are you guys actually plan to watch? Uh, for me, all of them. Okay, well, because we, we are, I think the only one out of those that we're not doing a re- review on is Valeria. Well, that's the one. That's the one I won't see. That's probably. that's the one I'm actually more interested in, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, that one looks interesting, but I hate the actress so much because she's yeah. so bad. I don't know why they keep casting her. Okay, I guess I know why because she has a million thousand followers on Instagram. She's very pretty and even as a is she, model, she's she, sucks. Is she, is she pretty? Is she? She's pretty. She? But I think she's a terrible actress and we well, keep seeing with. evidence of it. Every movie yeah. she's in, she sucks. So and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, and she was in the other one, Paper Town. It was like, stop giving her roles, you and, fucking white and ass. Also, supremacist. And also what? not to be sexist, the Dave DeHaan, I don't think he's a great actor either. So, yeah. He's Dave, not, yeah, I'm not the biggest Dave DeHaan fan. I, I agree with there too. It's kind yeah. of disappointing that, that that Valerian has Dave DeHaan and that one girl. I forget yeah. the name. Clara uh, Val- because, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Edward that Josephine, are you familiar with Valerian at all? Um, I know that it. What was it? it has some sort of comic book. The right? Valerian. Oh yeah, it's a French comic book. I just I 
I've heard only vaguely, but I'm more aware of like how much money they're spending on it, and that if this movie doesn't do well, it will destroy Europa. Sure. Oh, uh, nice. the, the other thing about Valerian that I think is worth noting that a lot of people, I mean, some people on the internet are familiar with, uh, this, this property came out in the late 60s, and there's a lot of stuff from Valerian that you can see replicated in Star Wars, the original trilogy, as well as the prequel. I think you mean Fifth Element, but all right, go ahead. No, you don't, even, you don't know about this either. Oh, who cares? Who cares about when I show here? you the evidence, you will care. We really, we really don't care, Albert. <laughs> see, this is the reason why, why, why Lucas was able to get away with this, because nobody cared. Uh, Wait, are you, so are you guys trying to record every other thing the weekend it comes out? No, it's just the no. fact that we're, we're, we want to record the stuff we watch. I mean, at least what Jamming watches. So we're, we want to record uh, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. want to record that. Uh, for Dunkirk and Valerian, I wanted to do Valerian. He wants to do Dunkirk, so I guess we're doing Dunkirk. Uh, and then, I'm, I'm actually, on, I'm, to be fair, I'm on the fence for Valerian. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let me watch it first and I'll tell you how it goes. And then for the following week, Atomic Blonde. I want to do an episode on Atomic Blonde. I feel like uh, for me, the only one I might remotely actually be interested in watching is Planet of the Apes. Uh, I don't have interest in Valerian only because that girl's in it, Cara Delevingne. No, that's fair enough. But I do, I do think it's very pretty. So I might just like watch it, but without paying for it. Um, <laughs> and then Atomic Blonde, I would be interested in it, except it's exactly like John Wick, so I don't care about it. Right? It's a female John Wick. It's a female John that's Wick. A, How can you not like that? That's a plus. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I realize that. And yeah, maybe right. Unless they tie it into John Wick, then you're like, oh, snaps. It's just an expanse of the well, universe. Well, the, the marketing team is now flipping it to it's a female James Bond. That's what they're saying now. But when I saw the first trailer, I'm going, oh, it's a female John Wick. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good, right? It's good. It's good. Uh, I have, it's good. And I have zero interest in Dunkirk. As much as I like Christopher Nolan, I, I don't think I'm loving his films as much anymore. Ever since he did like Interstellar and shit, I was like, oh, my God, the movie is so boring. Okay. And then, and then on, on the other note... Um, uh, the Defenders, we're definitely going to talk about it next month. Uh, we're likely not going to talk about The Dark Tower. We're likely not going to be talking about uh, Castlevania, which came out on Netflix, I guess. It bar- oh, we watched an episode It of that. barely came watched. out. It was only four episodes. Well, what I'm saying is that I'm, pl- you know, like, I'm trying to see what else you guys want to be in, on an episode. We of. watched American Gods. I haven't seen American I Gods at all. Is it, wor- is it worth it? It's got eight episodes. Each one's an hour. I think it's, I think it's, it's worth watching. It's worth watching. Oh, okay. Is it worth talking about, though? Yeah, I think I, I, there's like, so. I feel like there's a big fan base for that. Isn't it is, yeah. it is. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of Neil Gaiman, but I've never read his novels, just the Sandman stuff. Uh, oh yeah, same here. Yeah, um, never read good, so yeah, we watched Good Omens. We watched really good. God, so. Okay, okay, but in terms of like the rest of July is kind of already pretty much set up, I guess, with with it ending with Atomic Blonde. Um, August, August, we have Defenders for one week, and then there's three weeks that I'm not accounting for because I don't know what else is coming I out in August. I think Game of Thrones ends around late. Oh August. yeah, August, August, we could do uh, end of uh, end of Game of Thrones by end of August, most likely. What you're saying? I think so. Or, or is it the first September? Or Maybe it's somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, this has been the, another episode of Spoilers, please, which is part of the Who What Wears Whatever.